0: Uh, this morning, um, we are in uh, they call it the laborers in the vineyard, and I'm going to read for us this morning out of our text in Matthew chapter 20. I uh, hope you have it in front of you because it's a doozy, you don't want to miss a word. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 20, we're riding this thing to Jerusalem. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more. But each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give this last the same as I gave to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. So the word of the Lord. Be to God. Whew. Glory. Man. Uh, so this is like one of my favorite parables. And I know you're thinking, like he says it every week, but no, this one's like really good. And uh, and I don't know if like preachers are allowed to say that, uh, uh, but um, or to say this is that one of my favorite sermons I preach was like years ago on Easter morning we preached on this parable. It's just so good, man. It's just grace is scandalous, isn't it? It's like uh, uh, what are we, man? It's just uh, it's it's scandalous, isn't it? I mean. Uh, this, this parable, this story, kind of makes you squirm in your seat a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It kind of like gets you a little uncomfortable, you know? There's just so much going on here. And, you, and the more you read about it, like there, there are people out there who will try to jump through theological hoops and explanations as to like make this parable better or more agreeable, uh, you know? But, uh, but it's kind of, man, it's kind of edgy, right? And I might even say this morning it's a little bit, it's, it's almost a little bit uh, unpatriotic. Feeling, You know what I'm saying? Uh, And so, anyway, I'm not here to make political claims this morning. uh, Or am I? Uh, You know, and uh, take that up with Jesus. Uh, But um, as we're working week by week through Matthew, and you kind of read all these texts, and then you get to like uh, Matthew 20, and the dash lights are really starting to come on, and you're like, oh man, there's there's stuff going on here, Uh, and especially in this parable and it, I can't help but like, as I'm reading this and looking at this parable, uh, think about our, the, you know, there's sort of like a resurgence uh, of chatter about capitalism right now, isn't there? Uh, there's sort of this like, uh, there's like all this talk, you know, and, uh, and about um, uh, the capitalism and the way that we, uh, we operate our society, and, uh, and, it, and it's funny, it's one of those things um, that you begin to talk about and for, for some folks you begin to talk about things like capitalism or something and you would think that they, you were questioning the existence of God uh, or something uh, you know, and, well for some you actually may be questioning their uh, God but, um, but there's, this, there's just kind of so much baggage there uh, right, in, our, in our culture right now um, you know, capitalism is just our current expression of, of, of fairness in the world Right, we're, we're it's our attempt at making the world fair, right, and systemizing the world, right. We've done this many other things: feudalism, socialism, communism, capitalism. Right, we're just trying to make the world a fair place. Uh, right, we're trying to figure this whole thing out. We've wrestled with this for a long time, right? Uh, humanity's attempt at creating fairness uh, in the world, right. And uh, the thing is, this morning, and, it, and it's super simple. You know, and I could probably say this and sit down but I won't, uh, is that uh, there can be no uh, system, right, uh, that works if it doesn't operate out of love, right? Whatever that system is, right, uh, it will always fall short at creating fairness in the world if it doesn't exist uh, out of the framework of love, right? Uh, Kind of with me so far? We try we're good, okay, so uh, there's a lot going on here you know in in two thousand and nineteen in in America, and uh, you know we've seen how hundreds of years of sort of viewing the world the way that we viewed the world uh, it's interesting it really produces this sort of like fear of uh, idleness. Have you guys understand there's like this like undergirding like fear of of of, of, of idleness of, of people who aren't uh, doing more uh, with their hands, you know. That's why I thought that, that headline for Bernie Sanders eating all the breadsticks at I was again. But, uh, you know, because I'm not gonna lie, I do that a little bit, but, you know. You ever go to the Endless Pasta Bowl, Olive Garden? Like by the fourth bowl, you're like, I feel like I'm taking advantage here, you know. Uh, joke's on you though, because, you know, you've eaten four bowls of pasta, but. Uh, so, I guess it could go either way. But, um, you know, if, if productivity, is kind of our God, right, um, success, right? We kind of think like idleness and laziness is sort of like our demons, we think about, you know, the things we're really kind of uh, fear of, And if you, if you look at the world through this lens, uh, you, you easily see that um, poverty is a product of idleness. Uh, but you might also miss... That sometimes, maybe more often than not, idleness is a product of poverty, right? Uh, and so there's sort of more going on here uh, in the sex and our culture, right? We're really afraid uh, that someone is going to get something they don't deserve. Are you with me? We're really afraid here in America that that some that, that somebody's going to get something that they're they don't really uh, deserve, right? And you're so we get so entrenched in this uh, secretly, of course. Uh, that that sometimes we we find ourselves we can even worship uh, through this through this way we can even think about uh, God as sort of like the dealer uh, when we think of justice he he becomes sort of the dealer of capitalistic justice right uh, that that God is essentially uh, that that's what he does and that's what's coming uh, at the very end uh, right and so um, so if you find yourself uh, if you find yourself squirming in your seat a little bit uh, as we talk about this, uh, bless you, I think that, um, you know, I think that's something to note, right? Uh, because the more we find ourselves uh, kind of chipping away at, at uh, these characteristics that we, we really believe that that God has, right? Uh, you know, what are these golden calves that we've sort of attached on to God about the way we view society? It's interesting. So uh, this one pastor actually talks about um, there's this, this lady, one of the really faithful congregants, and every time this text would come up on the lectionary, in the year she would deliberately miss that Sunday uh, because she just couldn't like handle the unfairness of this text, uh, right? And and I don't think she's alone, right? Uh, because uh, you know it's it's so interesting. This makes us uncomfortable, uh, but somehow we're we we we're, we're very comfortable uh, with with someone dying for our sins, right? With someone, someone shedding blood for us uh, because we deserve that, right? Uh, and so, uh, so in this parable, uh, I love this because in this parable, uh, everyone is a day worker, right? Uh, if you notice that, everyone in this parable is a day worker. No one, no one, uh, no one is taken care of, right? No one here has a steady job. We're all standing on the street corners. We're all waiting to be hired for the day, uh, right? We're all dependent. We've all got some families to take care of. We all need. Uh, in the in the story, and so uh, if you actually want to see this still happening today, you can just any given morning you can get on Murphysboro Road, you can hang a right and go down to the old Jack in the Box. You know what I'm talking about? And it's by uh, East Thompson Murphysboro Road, and there's just tons of dudes standing out there, or ladies, and they're all just like waiting, hoping someone's going to pick them up for work. It, right? It's kind of cool because uh, it, that 2,000 years later, like this image is still like clear as day. Uh, and so this still happens uh, all over the place. And so the cool thing about the story is that we're all needy here, right? Uh, and so verse one he says, uh, "For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard, and after agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard." And so the parable starts. It's like the kingdom of heaven is like. You got a landowner. You got a vineyard, and he goes out early and he finds workers. Uh, and with these first workers, you'll notice that uh, he does something that he that all the other workers don't get, right? He makes like a verbal agreement with these first workers. Uh, he says you'll get, and it actually says you'll get one denarius, right? Uh, which uh, we translate that as usual daily wage, which is actually a really good translation because that's kind of what it is. Uh, uh, but none of the other workers get that sort of agreement. All right, so we're not getting rich here. Uh, we're not getting a, a bounty. Literally, this one denarius, like, you're just getting enough. You're just getting what you need here. There's nothing to spare, really. You're just kind of getting what you need. And so uh, you get verse 3. It says, when he went out about 9 o'clock, he saw others standing idle. Uh, and so this word, uh, arbos for idle, it doesn't mean lazy. Uh, and we project that on here a lot, but it doesn't mean lazy. It literally just means uh, without employment, uh, right? It means just he he wasn't hired, uh, right? No one uh, without hirement, uh, if you could say that. But um, anyway, so it says he's been sitting there idle all day in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you. He says, whatever is right. So you're kind of like, okay. And so they went, he went out again, and about noon, about three o'clock, he did the same. So just then, right, when you think the work day is over, uh, it gets really interesting because he goes out again and it's like there's like an hour of work left and it says he, he finds others standing around he says to them why are you standing here idle all day right uh, and so many people like to read into this again right as in like like you lazy bum why aren't you like what are you doing here all day right uh, why haven't you uh, why haven't you found a job like go go do something uh right but that isn't what's going on here and you see that as jesus is building this parable Right, as he's building the story, that there's there's more going on, right? Literally, why are why are you standing here not employed all day, and you actually get the answer, and he says, because no one has hired us. You're like, oh, well, all right, and uh, and so from day one, far from being like the lazy person, right? He's actually this this person has waited all day long, right? He's that desperate, uh, right? Eight o'clock has come, nine o'clock has come, twelve o'clock, noon. Three o'clock, like I would have gone home. Dude needs work so bad. At five o'clock, he's still standing there, hoping to just get something today, right? Uh, and so you you get this image of like, oh, this this is someone who's who's desperate. This is someone who's who's in need, right? It's five o'clock, uh, and uh, and he hasn't got work yet, right? And he comes. He says, "You also go into the vineyard, right?" Uh, and so you begin to notice a couple things going on here uh, in the text, uh, or, or maybe some things that aren't going on in the text, right? That, um, that the landowner actually goes himself, right? He doesn't send his manager, he actually goes in person to make these hires. Uh, but also, what it doesn't say is that, uh, like, he hired the first people, but there was too much work, uh, and they couldn't handle it, and so he goes out and find more people, right? It doesn't say that. It doesn't say, like, at the end of the day, uh, he, he wasn't meeting his quota, he wasn't hitting his numbers, and so he needed to go out and find more people at the very end, right? Uh, it doesn't say that either, right? And so you, you realize there's sort of this twist that's happening on the story where uh, the, the, the workers don't seem to exe- exist for the vineyard, uh, but the vineyard seems to exist for the workers, right? There's sort of this, this flip that's kind of going on in the story, right? That that the workers don't exist for the vineyard, but the vineyard seems to exist for the workers, right? Uh, it's like something uh, for them. Uh, by the way, I love this image of the vineyard. It's kind of a side note. is that uh, in, in the Old Testament, in the prophets especially, the vineyard, uh, right, this new wine was, was a super strong symbol for the kingdom of heaven, right? And heaven will be like a, 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 a bountiful vineyard, uh, right? And uh, you get this strong image, and then just... Uh, A little bit from now, we're going to see Jesus at Passover, and he's going to hold up the cup, and he's going to say a blessing, the fruit of the vine, and he's going to uh, say, I will not drink of this until I drink it again with you in heaven. And he's going to pass that around uh, for us to partake in, right, Uh, this cup that none of us deserve. And so there's these huge uh, baggage it's sort of like sub-sub level going on here uh, with the vineyard, right? Uh, so anyway, that's a freebie. Uh, you guys can walk that away. But um, so it, it, likewise, God comes to us in, in here and he's like, uh, yeah, I, I can use you. Uh, I got a job for you. Uh, I got something for you to do. It's almost like the kingdom of heaven, like we'll always find you, uh, like it's got a place for you. Got something for you. It's kind of like Emily. Like if you like come and you're like, hey, I don't have anything to do. She's gonna like find you a job. Like she's, she's gonna like, I got something for you to do, right? Uh, you know, we joke, we get voluntold, uh, and so uh, it's a, it's a real thing. And so um, it reminds me of like kickball, right? You guys remember like kickball when you're kid, mm-hmm. yeah, no, or like yesterday, or if you you know, whatever know, sh- your Saturdays like. Like believe it or not, I'm gonna do a little confession, but I was like. I was like the chubby kid, and without a doubt, this is not a, this is not like I've created this story for the sermon, but like I was like the last pick for kickball every time, and it was just like, you know what I'm talking about, it's like you're all lined up, and the cool kids are doing the picking, and you know, they're like, yeah, you, you, Anthony, you're in, Caleb, you're in, okay, Caleb, yeah. Chelsea, you're in, you know, and without a doubt, it was like me and the other like the nerdy kid with the glasses. You know, and it was like you ever seen the Wonder Years? It was like that basically, and uh, you know, and it was like oh Paul, you know, and you're just like what him, you know, and when you're the last kid, you actually don't even get picked, right? They don't, they don't like actually say your name, you know what I'm saying? It's just like they're just like you just left, so you're just with them, you know, and so they're just all going to line up. You're like uh, I'll come, you know, and uh, it's like that, you know. It's like but God's like. Oh, I got, I got something for you. Uh, you're, you're with me, right? Let's do this thing. We're going to play kickball, kingdom kickball. We should do that. Uh, anyway, so uh, verse 8. So now it gets interesting. Uh, it's, like, it's like pay time, right? Uh, it says, when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers, pay them first, begin with the last, go to the first. Uh, and so the, the latecomers come first, and they receive, says, one denarius. Uh, the usual daily wage Uh, and now when the first came they thought they would receive more but each of them also received the usual daily wage and when they received it they grumbled saying these last only worked one hour and this is interesting you made them equal to us that's what they're upset about we've borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat right and uh, buddy replied to one of them friend I'm doing you no wrong did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage, take what belongs to you and go. I will give to this last the same as I give to you. Um, so you read that text, and I gotta be honest. There is a little bit like, what the junk, Lord? You know, there, 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 there is a little bit like, are, are you serious right now? You know, I mean, I think we gotta be honest here. Like, you read this text, and you're like, what is going on? You know, and and it's just it just kind of bust, right? Uh, well, it depends on whose eyes you're seeing it through, right? It depends on whose eyes you're reading this text through. Are you with me? Uh, right? It's like these latecomers get their denarius, and they were probably like, wow, you know. They were probably like tears of joy, right? right? They thought they were going to get like one-tenth of a denarius, and, and and they got the whole thing, right? And and I can only imagine, uh, right? I mean, they didn't even think they are going to get hired for the day. Uh, and so they received this, and they're like, Gosh, right But then the, the people who were there all day were like what the jump, right? And, and they, they grumbled they, they weren't grateful. There was like no joy right uh, you know but honestly you can see it you know it's like I was here all day. I look how dirty I am right I've been sweating I bore that I was say bore the heat of the day and you're paying them as much as me. Don't you see me right? Don't you see me? What I am worth here, right? Where is the justice, right? It's easy to see this narrative, right? Uh, you know, you, yeah. It's You ever been there, right? It makes me think of, I actually think of my the first job I ever had uh, at, at goodies, right? And you've never had a first job if you've never worked in the stockroom at goodies, okay? So, uh, I mean, it's like, whew, you know, I mean, just sheer... America in a box and uh, and literally we would just get boxes of clothes and we'd have to like refold them and like hit, get them with the tag or whatever that would Set off the alarm and spill ink if you tried to take it off or something, which I always thought was like, yeah, that's dumb You're just gonna ruin the clothes, but uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we just do this all day and there are these other two guys I remember so vividly and I was in kind of my corner and they were over there and they were just always goofing off They're just total jabronis and and they were just always bantering and I'm thinking to myself these guys are the worst workers ever, you know? And I'm just like plowing through some merchandise. You know, I'm like working unto the Lord. I'm like, first job, you know, like, you know, like, show you what's up. I'm climbing the ladder, you know. Uh, and this is like circa early thousands. I'm making like $6.12 an hour or something, uh, you know, and, and, Anyway, it was all fine and good until one day I heard them like talking, and they're like, "Yeah, man, I I make like 8:25," and the dude's like, "I made 8:50." I'm over here like, "I make what?" You know, and I was like, "Excuse me," you know, and just thinking to myself, right? And I'm like, "These guys get like nothing done," you know what I'm saying? And that just starts to like fester, you know. And you're like, "Oh shoot," you know, like what? you can make that much money? Uh, <laughs> and I you know, uh, remember the, actually the, the opposite happened later in my life, um, my glory days at, at Quiznos, when I worked at Quiznos. And, um, you know, I was kind of a Quiznos vet, you know, as much as you could be. And I made something like, it was like $10 an hour, right? I'm like, as like a piece, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, right, at this point, uh, we're, we're married, we've got a child, and uh, you know, like we were milking. We needed every bit of that ten dollars an hour. And I remember this one guy uh, was hired, and uh, he—I forget—found that out or whatever. And he was just like you could tell, like he was like he was making like minimum wage or something. And he was like. You got to be kidding me. He's making $10 an hour because he has a child, you know? And uh, he was just so, you could tell, it was like it was like this guy could do passive aggressive. And, uh, and it was just like bled out and everything. And I thought, I just knew we are going to be slicing bread one day and he was going to go, no know? And uh, anyway, I, I got through it. Uh, but you can see how it changes, you know what I'm saying? You ever, you ever been there? It's like you were totally fine uh, with your grace, right? You were totally fine with what you uh, what you were paid, right? You were totally fine with the whole thing. You were content. You were enjoyable about it, right? Un- until you found out what they made, right? And then you're like, oh, well, hold up. You know, uh, wait a minute. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You ever been there? It's a, it's a real easy place uh, to find yourself. Isn't it interesting this morning that, um, that somehow we can get lost in, in, in our joy and our peace and our contentment coming from the other? Are you with me? Does your joy, your peace, your contentment, your wholeness, your shalom, uh, does it reside in the other? Do you get it from the other? Do you get it from somewhere else uh, this morning? Uh, or is it centered in something deeper? Is it centered uh, in God, right? Is is where where does your where does your joy come from this morning? Uh, you know, uh, does, does your joy, your contentment, does it does it reside in in the world operating as a fair place that you getting what's fair and other people getting what's fair and everyone getting what's fair? Is that is that are you is that where you're okay, right? Is that where you're going to have to be for, for for everything to fall in line for you? Do you wake up each morning? And, 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 and your whole day is kind of contingent on whether someone's going to heart your picture, uh, you know what I'm saying, or, or not, or, or pay you uh, what you're worth, you know what I'm saying, uh, right, uh, smile at you or not, right? Is, is your joy contingent on society being a fair place uh, this morning? Uh, is your peace, your wholeness, your life hinging on everyone getting what they deserve? Um... Do we get what we deserve? Are you the distributor of justice? Um, and so ironically, I think if they would have gotten paid first, right, and just sort of pieced out, they would have been like fine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they would have been cool, but they stayed around and they saw and, 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 uh, and now they know, right? The story kind of reminds me of the prodigal son, uh, right? Does it kind of remind you of the prodigal son? And it's just this story uh, that the younger son leaves, and he squanders everything, and then he comes back, and the father's like, here's my ring, let's throw a party. And the older son's like, whoa, man. Uh, I'm, hey, you know, do you see me? Do you see me, God, uh, right? And he, he gets so upset uh, that the younger son is still loved, right? That's kind of the crazy part of it, right? They're both still sons, right? in the story, uh, you know? And so these workers have been given the same wage. They've been given the same sustenance for life, right? Uh, but they're like shaking their time cards. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I should get what I deserve. I am worth more than this, right? Where's mine? Uh, where's my, this is my God given right, right? My grandfather said, say, I had a nickel every time I heard someone say that, right? <laughs> this, this, one, uh, this one commentator actually puts this really well. I want to read this quote. And he says, uh, Suddenly we, seem, we see plainly the true poverty of the first workers. Everybody in the parable is tenured with the wealth of the kingdom, the deep river of providence flows through everybody's life. God gives everyone a daily wage so extravagant that no one could ever spend it all a deluge of grace descends on all torrents of joy and blessing fall everywhere and there these first hour workers stand drenched in God's mercy an ocean of peace running down their faces I love this clutching their little contracts and whining that they deserve more rain (sighs) holy jamoli that's just so good Verse 14, take what belongs to you and go. Right? I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do with what I choose what I choose with what belongs to me? I love this. Or are you envious because I'm generous? You know what it actually says there? It actually just says, Is your eye evil because I'm good? Is your eye evil because I'm generous? Look at your neighbor this morning. Say, is your eye evil because I'm generous? Waiting to see if anyone responds. Yes. Yes, it is. All this. is. Is your eye evil? Is the way that you see the world bent? Right? Uh, is your eye evil? Right? We are a society of people who, are, who got to come to the field early. Are you with me? Like, we, we got it, we got there early. You, you know what I'm saying? And we are totally cool with grace to the latecomers, uh, but we're not very cool with them being uh, paid as equals. Right? Like, we're all good with, with some grace, but we're not super cool with them being equals. Uh, are you with me? Uh, one of the hot topics right now is child care for all. Have you guys been hearing some of that conversation? If you flip on NPR, they're talking about like how how can how can we put how can childcare be free for all? Uh, let me tell you, Emily and I, this is a struggle. Uh, you know, like childcare is essential and funny enough, there's a really good moment this this week where uh, Bless her heart, Allie. Like, actually, took Story to like class and stuff, like with her. And let me tell you, Story is so excited about college now. She's like, I want to go to college. And I don't know if you guys built a fort in your room or something. And she like, I think she took notes during Bibex or whatever that was. And, you know, like, uh, anyway, she loves college. So, it, you know, our children are not docile you know like this requires you know you child care is kind of essential for life so it's an interesting conversation right now and so you get this denarius right and the denarius is 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 what you need for life literally it's like it is the metaphor of sustenance right this this is enough right if we can just have a denarius today right it's not a luxury right uh, one tenth of a denarius? That's not going to do us any good, right? Uh, that's not that's not going to pay anybody. It's not going to feed my babies, right? Uh, we need just the one, right? We just need the usual daily wage. We just need enough, right? The the one denarius, uh, right? Um, you know, we're so caught up in the the, the conversation around um, people getting what they deserve, uh, rather than being caught up and uh the the needs you know what i'm saying uh why can't we get caught up in in that conversation uh you know people in privileged places have a lot to say about justice don't they uh or don't we um typically those stuck here are the ones who who had the privilege of getting hired early right you know when you're hired early you're kind of taken care of you know you got work today right uh you're kind of set you know it's at least coming right but it's hard to see from the eyes of the hurting from the eyes of, of the immigrant, right? From, from the long hours standing, you've been there till five and you've still haven't gotten hired, right? It's hard to see that. And so this parable comes and, and God shows up and what we have said is unjust, right? What we, what we have said is society should not work this way. Like this, what we have called unjust, God comes and he says, well, that's justice, right? Uh, right? What, what is fair grace this morning? And we're talking about that right people like to spiritualize this text. this is not about uh, this is not just some conversation about uh you know, oh, man, you know I can't believe that person said the sinner's prayer in their deathbed uh, you know i've uh, I've been a hard Christian my whole life, uh, you okay. know like uh you know <laughs> you don't know how many times I fasted you know that person just got in uh, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is about that, uh, or at least uh, you know. maybe sure that's a piece. Um, yeah, man, but but uh, is, is Jesus trying to bring us in something closer to tell us something more about uh, about what? If, what if God's justice? Oh, who's the author? Uh, who's the one Ryan always listens to? George. Thank you, George McDonald. George McDonald, uh, you know, talks about what if God's justice. Uh, is God's mercy, right? Man, you listen to that guy. Oof. You know? And so, what is, what 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 do you deserve this morning? Anybody? I mean, what do we deserve? What does society deserve, right? Child care, <laughs> uh, healthcare, right? Uh, food, uh, you know, shelter, uh, fair wages, right? Our, our, our society, our fear-based society, is, is so... We're just so worried that someone's going to get something they don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's entrenched in even how we operate. Uh, you know, I've seen so many churches operate this way, uh, right? That we're going to get taken advantage of, right? And so we should trust in the system, right? But what happens when 90% of the wealth in the world uh, is owned by, like, four people? Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you guys know that's the thing? Uh, right? Uh, the more that we're afraid, the more they get paid. <laughs> Are you with me? Uh, and so, the uh, the you know, uh, system down. Uh, uh, you know, we can't live, we can't live out of scarcity, and also live out of love, right? So what I'm not saying this morning is let's let's go march or let's upheaval the whole thing. Maybe we should. I don't know. Uh, but as Christians. Uh, we need to enter this dialogue uh, right in our world, and and know that that uh, whatever thing whatever thing we're doing, right, uh, love can't coexist with some of this stuff. Are you with me? And, and scarcity for sure can't coexist uh, with an abounding love, an abounding grace, right? And so as if there as if there isn't enough, right? As if there isn't enough to go around, uh, right? I love this conversation of enough because both Jesus and science agree that there's more than enough on our little planet for everyone to have a bounty, right? We just gotta, like, do it better. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, even eight, eight, nine billion people and growing, you know, it's like, oh, there's actually a bounty here, but we gotta do it, do it better. Uh, right? And so, um, this morning, uh, wrapping up, um, you know, some of us, maybe some of us have had the advantage of being hired early, uh, or, or, being, or being the older son right and I love I love the response in the parable of the prodigal son uh, the, the, the father gives right he's like whoa dude uh, you've been here the whole time right uh, you've been with me the whole time everything I have is yours uh, what's your problem uh, let's just love on your son he's back right and so you get this whole kind of thing flipped, flipped on its head, right? All I have is yours. Is your eye evil? Because the universe is generous, uh, right? Is your eye evil? Because uh, the arc of the universe bends toward justice. Uh, what if justice is merciful? Uh, this morning, right? You know, I think if we, if we are itching in our seats with this kind of stuff, right? I think we're going to have a really hard time. Uh, inching forward into the kingdom of heaven, right? Because you're only going to get more generosity and more grace and more love, right? Do you ever talk to people and they're kind of worried about, you know, I think if you're talking about too much grace, like what are we already talking about here? Um, there's so much conversation right now uh, about who gets in, right? So many so many pastors and preachers, Are just so caught up in being the gatekeepers of the kingdom, right? As if that's ever been our job. Rather than God says, uh, here are the keys to the kingdom, right? Uh, Unlock it, right? Um, Let God judge. That's not our role, right? Um, It's not our our job to be gatekeepers, uh, right? You sort of missed it there. Um, Something to marinate on today. Uh, may your joy this morning uh, not come from a fair society <laughs> right I, I don't know, care if you like my post actually I do care if you like my post that would be great but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, you know my joy is not going to come from there right uh, my my center is going to come uh, from somewhere else uh, this morning uh, and you know what grace grace isn't fair Uh uh, but that's not, you know, that's not my problem, uh, right? And it's not, uh, right? Uh, I just, I'm just reading this parable. Uh, thank you. Uh, and so, um, let's pray this morning, uh, and we're going to invite the kids to come back in to continue worship with us as we close out. So, Lord God, uh, we do thank you for your word this morning uh, that continues to, to challenge. us uh, to challenge us and, and, um. what does it mean this morning God that uh, that as we as you're trekking toward Jerusalem as you're journeying toward the cross with your disciples that a key thing that you want to teach your disciples this morning is that grace isn't fair and sometimes uh, to love on our neighbor uh, means that we are uh, Find ourselves on a cross this morning. Uh, what does it mean that 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 grace and love uh, doesn't really look very fair to this world, Lord? Uh, or this is this is a crucial piece for us this morning as we journey toward the cross, as we jir- journey toward Good Friday, God. And so we just give you thanks and. And I pray that as we uh, dance in this world and as we enter into conversations about the way that we do life together, Lord, uh, Lord, we don't stand here and say we have all the answers, but what we do know is, is love, uh, Lord. And if you've given us one task, God, it's that. And so, Lord, help us to live into that. And so we give you thanks this morning. Uh, and may your kingdom come and you will be done. In your name, amen.